back, true believers, to another electrifying episode of the Not Funny Guys Presents Off the Reels, the internet's number one podcast on Southern public library recommendations with or without ACs. This is episode 65, and today we're excited to talk about Marvel's Avengers and the Marvel one-shot item 47. We've arrived, ladies and gentlemen, to the Avengers Initiative. After all this time, 23 years, 157 movies later, the <laughs> Avengers Initiative is here. Now, let's get on with the show. We are the Not Funny Guys. I'm your host, Casey. I'm just Ken Franklin, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, the other members of the Not Funny Guys, Dr. John Captain Migraine Evans, and Eric, come on down, Barger. And I'd like to remind you, if it doesn't say not funny, guys, then it's most likely not us. Gentlemen, hello from the monsoon season that is New England. How are you today? Hello from the monsoon season that is South Carolina. Is there a monsoon in the D.C. area? No, it's just Satan's asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I hear it's raining cocaine. You happen to be at the White House. Yeah, they raining cocaine. I don't. I lost something the other day, and (laughs) (laughs) that bag of cocaine seems to be moving around the White House in the news. Like at first, it was like in like a coat room, and then all of a sudden, it's like close to like a skiff, and then it's like close to the bunker. We found this in Hunter Biden's nose. Damn interns. <laughs> I love that rep- I love that reporter who asked about it. Okay, can we just say it belonged to a Biden? And then the, uh, re- the press secretary was like, they weren't here for those four days. So um <laughs> don't you feel man. stupid. <laughs> don't you feel stupid. Man. Maybe oh, it was Joe know. Rogan's. I heard he went for a tour with Tucker Carlson. I, and I they blew each other in the blue room. Maybe <laughs> Mel Gibson, Mark Wahlberg, Guy Ferrari. Oh, those are the guys who hung out with Trump at the uh, UFC thing. I heard Elon was musking all over the building. No, Ooh. he's pulling out his um, his tiny little measuring tape that he uses yeah. for miniature war games. <laughs> and he's trying to get into a dick measuring contest with Mark Zuckerberg. Zucking so. himself off. Zuck I think the cuck. He, Elon, Although, I gotta Elon... say... I was gonna say real quick, of all the stupid things he's done, his tweet Zuck the Cuck, it's kind of catchy. It's very Trumpy. Age fight. Way. Age fight. <laughs> <laughs> They're setting it up. He really wants to. <laughs> it is like it is real life, like um, what was that claymation you remember? Like uh celebrity. celebrity yeah, yeah. 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 I'll allow it. <laughs> oh, I want it. Look, I want it so bad. <laughs> you want only gets that cage match if his mommy lets him. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait a minute! It's got to be. Um, oh no, I can't think of her name. Never mind. I was going to make a wrestling joke, but I can't remember her name. Never mind. <laughs> what are we doing this, on this show again? <laughs> this show we are talking about the Chucky series, and but we just wrapped oh. up. So actually, we're talking about Ooh, the Conjuring. All the Conjuring. No, we are not. We are here. never talking about the Conjuring. <laughs> John and I have decided we're going to watch the Conjuring movies, but we all have to agree to watch them at midnight in the dark. No, <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. And we're going to set up a camera so we can watch you and John and I are just going to laugh. You know what I'll do? I'll do. Oh, all right. Fun, Have fun, Casey tell you about his Silent Hill playing in the dark experience. Fun fact about me. All right. I was back when I was like 12, maybe like, oh, God. I think roughly whenever um, Ernest Scared Stupid came into movie theaters. 
I'm sorry. Hold on. Pause. Timeout. Uh, nope. We're going there. Ernest scared stupid. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit the fuck out of this out. Um, <laughs> no, you gotta leave this one in. I gotta know where this is going. I was a kid. My parents wanted like a, a you know a night for them to go see a movie. I forget what it was. They could tell you honestly. They remember. But I got Eyes so wide shut. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I got so fucking scared. <laughs> I had to leave the theater. <laughs> oh my god! From Ernest. Scared, stupid. <laughs> All right, that's and I honestly had to like. Page. It wasn't until college till I could go back and watch it to like try to make up for it. And I still was pretty creeped out. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, yeah. that, every day. <laughs> that, that um, I, I can't wait for you to post that on um, Hot Honey Comics on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that social I control. <laughs> I I can't wait for it to show up on our Twitter feed. Uh, all right, well, that was the highlight of my day, quite honestly. <laughs> God, um, Eric, you have you tried watching uh, Queer for Fear yet? No, I, I haven't downloaded that whole thing yet. <sighs> but so I need dramatic. to. I need actually the 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 Halloween Drag Queen uh, series looked better. We watched the trailer for that. That actually does that look fun. really that good. Fun, but look, we're I, not being it, sponsored it really by Shutter, so let's move oh, on. Jesus, Eve. come on, producer John. But it is so good. It is. It's um. Well, then let's go reach out to them and get a sponsorship. Let's do it. All right, I'll do, do it. I mean, I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> that's right. uh, but it's really good. Um, I'm there where I'm at now. I got one episode left. I love how they're jumping through decades. So, like, the first one is talking about like Mary Shelley and Bram Stoker, and then it goes to like talk about early Hollywood. And now, where I'm at is like werewolf movies. Um, and just watching it's fascinating the way that uh, also I didn't realize how, um, um, I didn't realize how gay Alfred Hitchcock movies were. I guess it's just the best way to put it. Um, they start breaking down so many of them. I'm like, oh my god, I hmm. never realized like I mean, all these different things. So anyway, it was I fascinating. It. I guess so. There's one they talk about rope. Uh, Rachel Queer icon Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> well, most of a lot of his writers were were gay in Hollywood. Huh. Some a lot of them out, and so that was one of the things that's fascinating. Oh, that's a, um, that's but cool. I was uh, watching the one they're talking about rope. Rachel looks at the room, and they didn't say the title. She just sees a quick shot of the screen. She goes, "Rope." I was like, "Yes, they're talking about the movie Rope," and they talk about how um, uh, I think it's Fred Astaire who's in it. I could be wrong, but I think it was Fred Astaire. Um, Eric will fact check me on who the famous actor is in Rope. Uh, they're like, I don't think he realized he was playing a gay man in this movie. <laughs> uh, but it was fascinating. Makes me want to watch Rope. I've never seen I Rope. I think um, but... when we do the Chucky series, we could also maybe to, to round out the, the full year of it if we want. Because uh, that seems to be a thing now. Uh, I'm we not could... doing a full year again. <laughs> so well, it's a like, one time well we could just do some horror films to kind of fill it out. We could do a Hitchcock run after the Chucky stuff. Let's chat. Let's chat, but no, we're not chat. doing Hitchcock. All right. John's so, gonna edit all this out. He's looking at us like he's, no, he's, he's upset he's, with us. He's he's all good. This is gonna stand because I want to talk about it in the Twitter. All right, so <laughs> John The Secret Pod. <laughs> uh John, do you have anything that you did anything fun happening this week? Not really. Oh migraine. <laughs> I know, Captain Migraine. I know, yeah. <laughs> It was you know, a- the next the next week next week you're gonna label me as a Dr. John who edits things out of the episode that you wanted to stay in because you posted about on Twitter if you're not careful. No, it'll all be there. 
But I will. Um, I don't know. I don't remember if we said it. Um, so mean. He is Mommy very and mean, fighting. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, I was gonna. I was gonna do a, a shout out because I didn't remember. I don't remember if we actually wished you a happy birthday on the podcast when it was actually your birthday weekend. Hey. I know we talked about it um, off there and stuff. But um, happy Dream late birthday, um, everyone, and happy um, birthday basically to Eric also. Slightly yes. late now. Just it's a little late. Not as late as John. <laughs> yeah, but you guys wish me happy birthday. I appreciate um, it. Well, we all wish, but I just wanted to say that out there publicly, happy birthday to our uh, to the co-host of Woo-hoo. Off the Reels. We Another do- one coming up soon. Casey's coming up soon, yeah. yeah. Mine is coming up soon. What will I do? I have no idea because life is crap. All right, so let's move on to some positive hey, enjoyment. You want to know what happened on my weekend, by the way? You lost. I almost again? died. Wait a minute, what? Yeah. Well, so you know how I told you guys my AC went out. Yeah. Yeah. So I woke up. Um, we fixed it. Well, I guess what Thursday afternoon. Clearly, you didn't fix it. If we're this about to go, <laughs> it was ninety-seven degrees according to the thermostat, which is on the main floor. When we fixed it around four p.m. Uh-huh. obviously hotter upstairs. I had yeah. several fans on me, but I decided I needed a nap. Now, this was after we went for some soft serve ice cream, and clearly the, the house had cooled down to 85 by then, brisk. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I went to take a nap. I woke up at like 8 p.m., and I was fucked up. <laughs> like, dehydrated? Like, did, you get, did you get dehydrated? I was did fucked up in Gatorade? ways that I paid heavily to try to get to in the past, right? I mean, I was gone. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I could not think five seconds ahead, right? It, wow. It's kind of what I've told people. Like, you want to move your arm? Like, I don't know what my arm, what? Like, it was just like I was gone. Wow. And I was nauseous. I had a throbbing headache. I was obviously dizzy and, and kind of stumbly. And Rachel Close said it was, I was scoring words. Well, so they put me. You might have been dehydrated. They, Rachel yeah. saved my life. I'm just going to come out and say it. Rachel put me into the car, threw the air conditioner on with Teddy because she was worried about him too. Yeah. Um, and then like I'm just sitting there. And I'm like I'm still nauseous. She's like, you want any food? I was like, Ugh. and like then like all of a sudden I'm like I got and I open the door and just like vomit like like just wow. just let it all rip type there's thing. our but, explicit rating right there woo-hoo! um and it's like all watery because i was trying to drink right. water before then but basically if you go through and look up heat exhaustion which is yeah term, it's, it's the thing right before heat stroke basically i checked every symptom box of it and so yeah we i to say that looked like there yeah went wow. to a hotel like i i immediately i curled up it was brisk like 69 degrees 68 degrees in the hotel was gorgeous and i just fell asleep woke up at 1 p.m still hot to the touch still hot uh-huh. feeling had to take a cold shower at 1 p.m to like cool my body temperature go back to sleep wow. it was brutal i'm still recovering a little bit because it was like it i had a headache for two days it was like friday was like the worst like hangover i've ever had almost man that sucks that i could How actually survive yeah yeah so yeah rachel say my life thanks rachel love you <laughs> quit single, right? Was I mean, till the... death goes hard, you could have gotten away with it. Right then, yeah. <laughs> was was this before or after your birthday? Uh, before, but the day after hers, because she's wow. the fifth. That's right. Happy birthday, Rachel! If you were yeah. listening, yeah. well, Ryan she didn't got... let us know at not funny guys that off the. <laughs> it was so hot on her day. Oh she God. was she was getting like faint and dizzy on her day too. So it was wow. bad. It was not good. It was it was wow. a bad. It was a rough. It was a rough birthday week for the both of us. Yeah. Hey, so you know what's uh, fun? You know what's really fun about all this is that you do realize that the Earth has now recorded the hottest day ever. Yeah, this yeah. past week, hottest week I think ever. Like the whole week, like uh, yeah, the, July third was the hottest day ever on Earth until July fourth. Yeah, I was say because it was two days in a row. <laughs> yeah, 
of the so the moral of my story at least is drink a fuck ton of water everyone and like get out of the sun don't work in a 97 degree house to like clean the dishes it's not worth it drink a fuck ton of gatorade (laughs) because i just watched the whole thing i like what could i be on a history channel yeah well you need Uh, the electrolytes not just straight water exactly that's that was where that's where i was going with that because they were Mm -hmm. talking about how the football players were were passing out because of it yeah that's why gatorade was invented mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it was university of florida yeah and you know yeah. you didn't, it back then, <laughs> you just, back, i'm back, a university of tennessee fan go balls <laughs> back back then you could just make your um your freshman players just drink some random shit that tasted like toilet water Here, to people who is, drank the first formula trust me it's tang yeah <laughs> that was a weird episode of uh, the food that built america when they're talking about that and you're like they did what they made them drink what <laughs> Who's anyway. a what now? Uh, all right, we're off topic. Right. Sorry, I just wanted to share. Almost died. Rachel saved my life. Thank you, honey. I love you. <laughs> no, oh, we're all good. We're all, it's only 13 <laughs> minutes in, so we're all good. All right. You've been saved. John has a massive headache. I'm in a monsoon. You know what'll make us all feel better? I'm also in a monsoon, by the way. Remember Not that. funny guys a symbol? What what is, oh wait, am I jumping ahead? No, you weren't jumping ahead. Yes, you are in monsoon, but really it's more the migraine thing that was problematic for yeah. you. Monsoon, my house will flood. So, my basement. Please, nothing uh, else. <laughs> no more, Casey. Saying, uh, oh, anyway, I'm uh, we'll stay away from those. So, let's talk about something <laughs> that makes me happy. Let's talk about a movie that I may or may not have liked. <clears throat> not like um, the Avengers. What? 2012. Or like. oh, did I? Did I like it? 2012. Paramount. Yet again, mm-hmm. another Paramount movie. But there's a Disney part of like the credits too. Do you notice that Disney gets to call on in like around the swarm scene? I'm getting real ahead then, but we'll get. Yeah, I because I think this was like right as the deals were starting to mm, okay, okay to do their thing. Conversations um, were happening. Yeah, so we're at a two almost two and a half hours of this. We're starting to tick up there. Not the podcast, but. The yeah. movies themselves would the never MC hit those movies times. are starting to tick up there. Will we ever hit three and a half hours? Who knows? <laughs> we might hit three and a half hours. The podcast, not the movies. I don't think they'll ever get the movies. That not way. since the not since the Godfather episode. Not since the Godfather episode. Um, this is all a mix of random things, uh, but it is yet again another origin story. But at least it's the origin of a team and not another character origin story because I don't know if my heart can take it yet again. <laughs> um, we have the problematic for multiple reasons Joss Sweden directing this. He also wrote it with Zach Penn. Now, I will at least say Joss Sweden can give some good witty banter dialogue. Oh, the one-liners in this film are like oh, they're just so good. firing they're, off. Just Jeff's firing kiss. off. Jeff's kiss. That's right. That's a real thing. Look it up. Urban Dictionary. And composer Alan Silvestri does the music to this movie. Um, and it's so good. We get running them off really quickly. A lot of people we've already met. So we're getting our Captain America's back, our Nick Fury's back, our Iron Man's back. We are getting a new Hulk instead of Ed Norton, who you might have been like, where's Ed Norton? He's missing. Oh, out the door. And we get Mr. Mark Ruffalo doing a great job as Mr. Bruce Banner. Um, we got our Thor back. We got some Black Widow, some Hawkeye, some Loki, some Coulson. What an intro to Hawkeye, by the way. I know. Although we technically his intro was in Thor. Technically. 
His one his, his intro is always from above. His yeah. one panel. His cameo. <laughs> um Colby Smolders as Maria Hill. Is this her first? Yes, this was her first. Um Yay, Kobe. Introduction. Robin Sparkles um, to the rescue. Selvig is back. Pepper Potts is back. Jarvis is back. We get Ashley Johnson as the waitress. Ashley Johnson, Miss Chrissy Seaver herself, the original um character from um the original Ellie from The Last of Us in the oh. video game. She played Ellie, but she's Chrissy Seaver. Um so Oh, Ashley she's Johnson. the waitress in the window? And yeah, she's, and who gets uh, like the, the small little I was thing. thinking, like, she looks familiar. Okay, You're also like, why are they focusing on this one right yeah, now? Right? Um, Stan Lee, playing Stan Lee. That's what he's listed as. Stan Lee as Stan Lee. And Mr. Lou Ferrigno doing some Hulk VO work, which is uh, nice to have Lou coming back. He did what work? He did a little bit of voiceover for the Hulk, a little bit oh, like the grunts and stuff. So nice. nothing like yeah. he doesn't do the speaking because that one's definitely Mark. Nothing Ruffalo. on screen either. <laughs> nothing no. on screen. Okay. Um, I so didn't see him. That's what I was wondering. For Eric, what I just want to point out um, for you is this is what this is the 2012 Avengers right there. You get some Wolverine who's not in this movie, some <laughs> Hulk, some Captain America's crotch. Looks yeah, like I was about to say, to put something up there. That's what I'm looking at this. Is that a Captain larger. Marvel? I see. Up, you get a Captain Marvel. You get Cannonball. Uh, okay. You get. I'm I don't know. John, who's this? Is that Brother Voodoo? Maybe I can't say that very well. It's been a while, but it's Jonathan Hickman was writing it, which he was doing yeah. brilliant work. Yeah, and this is um Spider Man's leg right here. So that's that's the Avengers we got there. Not what we're getting in the movies. Dude, that's but, Spider-Man's leg. That was Falcon. That's Falcon's leg? Oh, you're right, because there's his wing. Why did they... Okay, we're not going to get into <laughs> the way comic books are drawn with white characters. That, well, no, no, no. That's a fold-out cover, too. I'm just going to oh, point okay. that out. Okay. So okay. If you, okay. It's okay. a front and back and fold-out. Yeah. All right, all right. But still, Brother Voodoo. It's not here. a racist yeah. thing. I know. All right, just doesn't have a good appearance. Um, but speaking of appearances, <laughs> let's look at the first appearance of the Avengers real quick for Eric. Um, there they are. There's your original team: a Mister Thor, a Mister Hulk, a Mister Iron Man, an Ant Man, and a Wasp fighting a Loki. That's right. No Captain America. He was not on the original team. John, do you know what issue he comes in play? I'm holding up a hand. It's called I was say, number they four. Can't, say, they can't see your hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is you a medium it. podcast. <laughs> I, I was hoping you would read, read <laughs> the image. No, number four. Are you following us on YouTube yet? Do we have a YouTube yet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's what we that's what we get. So this is interesting that they're going more in line with the original stuff than where it was at modern times, which is which is kind of cool. I just like that poster. So I'm just going to post. As we talked, we're going to look at an international poster for um, for some Avengers. All right. Was so, this Germany? Um, I have no idea. Actually, this looks like a Mondo poster. So here, I'll it put does it look Mondo. Yeah. There we go. There you go, Eric. This one will be better for you. <laughs> too fast, two Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I was discussing with you guys off camera before we really get into this. It's just going to drive me batty. I, ladies and gentlemen, I'm tracking the timeline of this trying to as best as i can as a normal human being and this movie is to. to get wonky <laughs> with time 
And I'm curious to see how this is going to go because some things say this is 2012. There's lines in this that make it appear that it's 2010. So where's the missing years? Did someone come around and snap some things? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out together. All right. And then the other last thing I want to mention before we get fully into. Can I just say this poster is horrible, by the way? Yes, it is. Like the it's key lazy. To like, it's very lazy. lazy like, especially the fury. Like he doesn't turn into anyone. It's just like fury or fury. <laughs> For the audience who can't see it, it's just their faces below with them in their suits above. If I remember, and for Black Widow, Hawkeye, and for Fury, it's just that much of a change. Yeah. Well, it's it's smoldering. And Thor goes from like it looks like a bad Fast and the Fury medium poster, shirt though. Thor to like you know full armor. Yeah, it's a very weird poster. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Thor does not wear that and shirt. It, and it's in a Fast and Furious V, so like that's all you need. <laughs> yes. If I think about it, I'll post it on the Twitter when we're done so everyone can see it as well. Yeah. So I want going back to plot holes. So I or do want to say um, <laughs> Iron Man, there was a leftover plot hole that hadn't been addressed. What is the Avengers initiative? Guess what? This movie's going to do that. It's creating a team of heroes. But I want to see phase two. You want to see well, phase two? Show me phase two. What's going Avengers on? Avengers initiative was canceled. True. It is, but You're we didn't learn phase two. But Nick does at least say that it was. I had a thing that was canceled. You know, it's creating, getting a bunch of te- heroes together. He had an idea. Um, yeah, Thor. Wow. At the end of Thor, the Bifrost is broken. Could Thor leave? Yes, yes, he can. If Odin apparently gives all of his power, he can get Thor off of Asgard. Does this set up Thor two in in that way? That like is Odin weak at the beginning of Thor two? We'll find out when we watch Thor 2 next time. Yeah. <laughs> is Loki dead? What happened when he fell? Well, we now have an answer to it. No, he's not dead. And the Chitauri well, find him. We had a feeling. We knew he wasn't dead at the end well, of yeah. Thor. Well, but we that's... knew he was connected to Selvig. Yeah. So Which there's, this... we pay off. Yeah, it does pay off. And this is where I want to get to leading us in. The final plot hole that I have on here that's gotten addressed. For Thor, the tag, Loki at the end. What the fuck? Loki was controlling Eric Selvig somehow. And that, but as we're about to discuss and get into that in some great detail, how the hell did that happen? So this movie starts off, we get the name for the first time. We learned that the cosmic cube, the glowy box of doom is the Tesseract because it hasn't been mentioned before. Did that make people like scream and and joy? Did people like think about that? No, because that no, wasn't they didn't the know thing. They didn't, they didn't know okay. what Tesseract so that, was. That wasn't, okay. No. Like the cutscene, I imagine, created fucking like raves and hoops and hollers in the theater when it was first seen. Seeing the box was awesome, like in Captain America, because it's the Cosmic Cube. Okay. They That's changed, what people were thought it was. Yeah. And then they changed uh, the name of it in this to the Tesseract. And then later in the comic books, they have renamed the Cosmic Cube to the Tesseract. So, uh, like, you know, comics influence art, art influences comics, blah, 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 blah. So we get the name for the first time, Cosmic of oh, the Tesseract. We learn the name of the Chitari, who were comic book characters already. So this was they were not created here, but they and the original here. Well, we've now made them Thanos's little minions. Yeah. basically. They were a big piece of yeah. the Ultimate comics, which we all watched the cartoon where we learned about the Chitari. But there was, hmm. uh, there is like a reference to the Chitari, I think, in an early Avengers or might be an early Fantastic Four comic. But it wasn't; they weren't major players like they became in this. 
um, we get to see. Well, they kind of become like disposable villains in this film, but hints of a larger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are. They are pure henchman fodder. All well, they're well, they're they're the they're the they're the ground. They're the groundling little like grunts. Yeah. You just throw at an enemy. Yeah, Yeah, basically. (laughs) I mean, that's what you get to see the rest of them as you move forward, looking forward into like what we'll see of Thanos's army. They're kind of like the like just the grunts, like throw them into the meat grinder. There's not one moment of character development for anyone. Oh, no, there's no point. No, no. Except for the only one that you might know the speaking role, but I wouldn't call that character development. That's what I was going to say is the other. That's the only that's even remotely. Like, you, know, like oh. you learn that he knows two different people basically throughout the course of the movie. That's all you really get. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do get to see the other give Loki the Loki pokey stick that he's going to go yeah. around and poke some Which people we got to be honest, like the Loki pokey stick feels like why does it do the Loki pokey when like the Tesseract itself does something completely different feeling? I know. Like, yeah. why is it like the Loki pokey stick destroys cars or, you know. Has like the the heart symbol from like Captain Planet, like ah oh, heart Gaia. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um. After I saw oh, the Loki it's the Mind Stone. <laughs> hell, we don't know what's going on right now. We don't know. Not what's yet. Going on right not yet. Because at yes. this point in time, that's not even alluded to. So it's just the Loki Pokey Stick, and we're going after the Cosmic Cube because it opens Stargates. And I just um, want to say, I I'm getting maybe a little head on my skis here, but this is a three act movie as I see it. Act one sucks. I'm saying it right here. All of this oh. like setup shit is god awful because it comes out of nowhere. Oh. It just starts off and you're like, you have to kind of like, as someone who's not immersed, I have to like catch up all of a sudden. And it feels like I'm having to work extra hard through the first like 30 minutes. No, I, th- I would say While it's they the reset first... up the universe that I just it's watched. Like the first 15 minutes is the exposition of this movie, and then it's just all down. Which just starts out of nowhere and oh. has no context behind it. Oh, so like, good. there's nothing like saying, like, hey, Loki survived. Remember when we thought he was dead? Nah, just chilling on this ice planet. You but suck. yeah, you those ice giants, that's not these people. <laughs> like, well, I know it feels like it. It's not these people. See, you say that, and John and I remember, like, being in the movie theater, like, have to wipe up real quick after, like, beginning this movie. We're like, oh, God, get the tissues. We got to clean up. I mean, this is what we've always dreamed of right here. Okay, Jesus look, I, th- I I understand your, your hesitation. Our explicit this- rating has an explicit rating. Okay, look, look, this, this film has a solid, like, structure to it. It literally oh, has- is amazing. No, but I'm saying, but Act One sets up Act Three. Like this is a well yes. constructed film, better than say Old Age of Ultron. A little bit better, I feel like, in certain ways. And like they do a we'll great see. job of establishing things, planting seeds. For example, the whole idea that when Loki first arrives and the portal is unstable, there well, is a whole methodology where they actually are Selwig and them are trying to make sure that they can do that, make it larger and sustain it. Like there are elements that are not only callbacks, but there are also elements that lay groundwork going forward into the film. Well, well I think uh, 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 I'm going to speak for you for just a second, Eric, because I think I can help you a tiny bit. This movie is not made for people to be their first movie into the no, MCU. No, it's not. It is meant to, you have to have seen everything else and remember everything else. And if you don't, we're going to spend a little bit of time trying to catch you back up. But this isn't, well, the beginning of this movie is not act one. But the even beginning Loki of this movie aliens, is like act two. But even Loki and these aliens where it starts off is out of nowhere, right? Yes, there is I'll no give context you that. to that. 
I'll give you that. There is and, no it, and it plays like you've already had 10 minutes of context. And so I feel like someone didn't want to let this be a three hour movie. And so they forced some cutting of like that exposition. That is quite possible. They could have because like, I, I mean, feel like there's 10 minutes missing, maybe maybe six minutes down to six that like really set up what the fuck happened to Loki? Where did he go? Why is he part of this team? Why do they all trust him? Right. Does he know them? Are they frost giants? Why do they kind of feel like frost giants? But they're not frost giants. Like, what is going on, basically? Because the last we left Loki, none of this was in in play. So all of that is 100% valid. And I will stand with you on that one. The Loki of it all, the beginning of this movie, is like, what the hell? Because it goes where the the Thor thing that I was about to mention is we see. So Loki's got his his Loki Loki. Right. He, well, not that part, but no, not out, not out. The yeah. tag when when we see um, the test track for the first time, um, and we see Eric Selvig, like, what is that? And then you see Loki like whispering in his ear, "Is he? Is he not? Is he being controlled in that? Because that implies that this is he happening is, yeah. later. But he hasn't been Loki pokeyed yet. He hasn't because he doesn't get Loki pokeyed until this. So here's my question for John a little bit of this, and it goes to the confusion of Loki. Was one was Eric Selvig actually there, or was it an, an illusion that Loki was doing, or did was Loki actually talking to Eric, or was he just speaking and then Eric was just happened to say, just one of those happenstances where Eric says the exact same thing Loki said? Okay, I'm going to give you a couple things here. First of all, at this point in Phase One, end tags are a mess. Not only a mess, but they can be disregarded. Um, they can be, I mean, because they can be rewritten, they can be retconned. extended, they can be retconned away. They are literally teasers that are not yet fully fleshed out into anything that is other than a, um, shall we say, like a teaser. 100%. The Captain America in tag was literally a teaser trailer for yeah, the exactly. Avengers. <laughs> exactly. And we literally, we literally revisit that scene in this movie, too. Yeah. Okay, so I don't necessarily put a lot of stock in there, but I also put stock from a writing perspective with Loki sort of being dropped in. This is what we call a hook. It's no, something meant, it's meant to puzzle us. It's meant to go, okay, what's going on? It's meant to put us off balance, but at the same time intrigue us to want to know what's going on. That means that you have to continue the story in order to find that out. Right, and I will I will agree with that. And I, what I want to say to it, and then and then Eric, you go, is I agree with Eric on the it's confusing. I agree with you; it's a hook because five minutes in, once he starts Loki poking people and they start the getaway, I don't fucking care where he was anymore. I am in. I, I just like who the fuck cares? It's something I'll think about later if I really want to set this movie, but it doesn't bother me at the end of the day. No, you know they, it is. You get you, you hopped in the car. You hopped yeah. in the car, you looked over, it was a cat behind the wheel, and someone hit the throttle. Yeah. and You're like, they, holy crap. And they give you the pieces you need. There's a line in there, like, we found you floating in space. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to know. He goes through the portal in Thor. Time passes. They find him. They catch him. They probe him. Whatever. Something happens. They decide to give him the Loki Pokey stick, because he's going to go around, turn the world around, and get whatever the hell this purple guy well, up here wants. To- He's there to uh, free us from freedom. I mean, he gives us the classic villain's uh, declarative 
monologue. I mean, I love the whole. But that's what he wants. That's not what they yes, want. No, I know. That's but what I'm saying. Like, of... They're going to do whatever. But I mean, yeah. that's that's kind of the, the definitive element of Loki. Loki will obviously tell whoever will employ him whatever they want to hear, and then he'll do his own thing. Yeah. Within you know, he's a wheel within wheels kind of guy, yeah. mm-hmm. which is why, of course, Bruce Banner says his brain is like a bag of cats. Yeah. Well, I think that's he does, <laughs> well. I think Loki cultivates that. He mm-hmm. wants people never to know what he's up to. Absolutely. I mean, I love the fact that he does the. There's a great uh, callback line here. We get is when the he tells Fury, "Ant has no quarrel with a boot," mm-hmm. which Fury will reference later. There's a wonderful play of callback lines. There's so and much one, callbacks in this whole movie. And, yeah, I know. I mean, it does a great job surfer. of kind of. Yeah. It keeps the pace, and that's one of the things I like about the structure of this film is that it keeps pace. It references. It foreshadows. It calls back. And they do lots it of, at a pace. They do a really good job good. with um, like the rule of three, because you see him Loki mm-hmm. Pokey. Um, it's very Eric. Joss Whedon, though. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is. He's, but you he, get to, he has comic writing now. You see the the Loki Pokey of Eric mm-hmm. and touching the chest. You see the Loki mm-hmm. Pokey of Hawkeye. Yeah, touch the chest when it gets called back to later. Instead of we seeing the the third time at work, the third time it doesn't Fails. work. For him. And Iron Man gets to say it's performance issues. Yeah. So there's they're doing a lot with it's already building up the comedic elements of this movie. And I want to say it's as we further and this is where my note is. I literally wrote this in my note in all caps. Damn, this movie looks good in 4K. Mm-hmm. Damn, this movie looks good in 4K. <laughs> so I just want to say like it was this early on. I'm like, I'm just impressed with how amazing this movie looks nowadays. All um, I'm saying is like I feel that the the backstory to create Loki as the giant Avengers pulling together villain that he was. I mean, from a casual viewer standpoint and from a, a viewer standpoint that may not be immersed in the comic books in general, it felt like they rushed through any exposition to set him up as a big bad because previously we had known him to just be a whiny bad. Right. And so all of a sudden they had to like, The spear, obviously. And I think you're right. The vanguard. He's the vanguard of something bigger. The moment he's in shield is great, but like there's there feels like there's this at the at the third act, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Let me just state that up front. The third act fully makes up and then some for the first act. Um, but it you have so much attention to this marauding armor, you know, like army coming in to like destroy the earth. And you don't have any understanding why this army is here at all, other than to be the henchman, right? This feels very painful. No, this was, but we Joker. know that Loki's building a portal. We know he's bringing an army. That's to me, makes yeah, perfect. but why? But that's what that's what episode one was. I mean, that's what the first act is the setup for. He is he he starts gathering things. He allows himself to be captured because he then obviously wants to do his what he does best from inside the facility. Sure. No, I get all that. I, I think this he will drive them apart and then divide them from when he, he's basically doing a prototypical version of what we will see Zemo do more effectively in civil war. Well, I was going to say, I think this is one of those instances. Cause this is one of the first, this is one still one of the early Marvel movies. This is one of those instances of it works in comic books very well. On screen, it has to be adapted. 
And so like John and I are so used to this, like, okay, Loki's there with an army. Cool. And you don't get anything else in a comic book. And, Here, and, and in a comic book, I feel like it would work. Like there is, there's a different, generally, there's a different flow of action that panels create versus right. film. And that's what I was saying. Like that's, that's one of the movies where they're still figuring this out, but I will say Loki's first appearance in, or sorry, Loki, Thor, uh, the Avengers first issue when Loki's there, it's still a very like, really, that's your plot. You just don't like your brother. Mm-hmm. Like Loki's always been that kind of way. It's his popularity as the actor that brought him into what we know him now. And that he's going to be a fascinating one as we track through, as he evolves as a character. Yeah. All right. So uh, I will say this. It's fun. Again, I've been watching all these with Rachel. She mm-hmm. hates fucking Loki right now. She's like, I don't get it. Why? I, Cause I was saying like, why do people find him like, the heartthrob of this, if you remember, like that. that Has she time, seen like, the later you know, movies? She's seen the later stuff, but like she's, you know, watching this again, he's like, she's just a fucking dick. Like, look, he's just an asshole. <laughs> I cannot wait until she gets to get to Ragnarok, man. Let's see how this is going to play out. I'm excited uh, too. It's fun to watch him with her. All right. So we get there. So we're going to, um, he's Loki poking. Everything's going haywire. Um, we get to meet Maria Hill, who is a major character in the comic books. We get to see her basically in the um, the shield's uniform, just slightly different. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no white on it in the books. They have a lot of white parts, like white belt and stuff. Um, <clears throat> Loki is going to set off a nuke, essentially, underground. Everyone's going to try to get away. I just want to say that Chase, when everything's collapsing, Maria Hill is unbelievably lucky to be alive because a pillar oh, yeah. hits her car. How many fucking people died in this like opening scene? <laughs> How many people died probably in this base movie? load? I would bet yeah, to say there's probably movie. at least a couple hundred people who died yeah. in the opening sequence. But I love the fact that he that Fury knew that was going to collapse on them, and he oh, wanted. Yeah. And if Hawkeye hadn't warned Loki, he could have gotten Loki to literally talk himself into his own death. Yeah, that they, was great. And Casey, we'll get to this in the third act. But to your question of this whole movie, how many die? I think we're in like the five digit numbers. At oh least. yeah, easy. I At think least. we're six digits by the end Ooh, of the movie. You might be right. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, but the, like so whole many. buildings yeah. are gone. <laughs> I know. That's why, like, a lot of people die out of nowhere. Out of so, nowhere. Did you know? Think it was weird. Nick Fury's in the helicopter trying to shoot, and like the helicopter's going down, and he's just like, "I'm just gonna jump. I'm gonna <laughs> jump. I'm gonna roll, and I'm gonna come up shooting." The most comic booky of comic booky Tom Cruise action stunts that there could be, but you know yeah. what? I it love works. It. I, I love it. I love it. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, no. It, estab- <laughs> it is. It establishes Fury as a major badass. Yeah, yeah. and then we get what the, it does. What do we it, do? This movie definitely establishes Fury in general, like yeah. as a the badass he is, but also like that he is really the leader of this initiative. And, and even whatever he's reporting to this this board or whatever it is that he's the world security council yeah he's constantly bucking right he's constantly pushing back and doing his own thing even within their ranks by the I, way if the world security council had their way we would have been talking about how many people seven figures probably yeah. oh yeah. eight mm. oh yeah so i want to say i love the how this how yeah. we get into the logo yeah, of this movie yeah. i want to jump back for just a second sorry sure sure Nick Fury, what do we do? Camera, pan up on Nick Fury's face. Avengers logo. Yeah, yeah. I just love that little that little bit to where we get there was, to uh 
Hey, system Russia. There was already a little bit okay. of fan service at this moment, which I appreciate. Oh actually. yeah, yeah. Like no, to no. that point, like Kevin Smith said, "You're five movies in fan yeah. service." <laughs> yeah, and he's right. It works in this case. Yeah, like, it does. It, well, it all hey, I'm going to tell you another thing. I loved Russia with Natasha negotiating stuff. Yes, that oh, was a great oh, scene. God. And I it's like so how it sets, it, calls, it sets it up sets how up. good she is. Yeah, it sets up how good she is. A manipulator. How she's literally is- only here because she wants to be. And she's yeah. got the and when Colston calls her. Oh, I love that scene. I've got this guy eating out of the palm of my hand. He's telling he me everything. And, and then the, she said, Hold on, let me put you on hold. And Colston's like, Well, the best is when she goes, I've got this guy eating out of the palm of my hand. If you watch him, he's just like, What? what? No, not what? me. <laughs> the, the, the hamming it up in the background, just stealing all the focus is so perfect. It's all oh, I, I even so stole much. the cookie from the cool cookie jar. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, no, what I love, I. I, I want to give a shout out to the fight choreographer for whatever this scene was, if there was a different one for the whole oh movie God, or if this so scene, good. but like this scene looks completely improvised, but you have to also keep in the back of your mind. She knows exactly what she's doing. Oh yeah. Every time she's breaking the chair, like it oh, feels she like broke that chair. Oh yeah. Like everything about this fight, a feels improvised and B feels like a laid out chess match. Oh, like yeah. that. She knew how she was going to win from the moment she started it. Right. And so like, just it's a beautiful fight scene in, in general. Probably one of the best of this this movie, in my opinion. Oh, she knows the second that phone rings. Mm-hmm. Like once she gets on there and she knows exactly how she's getting out there, and then she just grabs the she's and just saunters out mm-hmm. to go find the big guy. Oh Stark. well, and that's why I love the fact that we have the whole oh, Stark doesn't trust me. Oh no, no, no. I get Stark, you get the big guy. Yeah. Which big guy? Oh, Hulk, who is a uh, you know, Bruce Banner's off uh healing sick people and who they don't do like he was doing, me, I'm here. But he was it. They don't have a line. Yeah, that's what that, he was doing. Yeah, he was doing it. And you're right, Eric. He doesn't have the line, but he gives like a look to the camera. Really? There's like a, a camera when the little girl walks up and he turns and it's like, oh, that's Banner. There's a little look he does. If you watch for it, you can see it's kind of like a almost like a wink nod. Like, yep, it's me. I'm I'm the one. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's fascinating that they set up them two right now. Considering where they're going to go, yeah, in the next movie. that's a good point. That's a good point. They're already setting them up as this is the this is the couple to watch. Mm-hmm. We've par- we're pairing everyone them. off already, <laughs> and then of course we have Nick Fury in front of the first time we get to really see the World Security Council, mm-hmm. and he's talking to them, and he's talking about we need a response team. They want him to focus on Phase Two, and it's not ready. And then they, which I about, loved as callouts. I thought that was great writing because, like, phase yeah. two, like, of, of the MCU. Uh, uh, that's what yeah. I was gonna say. Well, we didn't know phase two yet, but looking at it now, when we yeah. do, it's like, oh, we want phase two. No, you're not ready for phase exactly. two. Exactly. It was so funny. Uh-huh. Like, to look we got to get into phase one. I was listening to something. I think it was a, I think it was a new rock stars video, Eric, where they were yeah. talking about Nick Fury's past and they were knowing that the World Security Council is the one who shut down his attempt to get the, Ninja, the Avengers initiative going. For years now, they're the ones yeah, who've been keeping that's it. That's right. And he now finally has the leverage to finally go, we need this. I have to have this. Yeah. I'm he doing it. Yeah, he had the political will to be able to say, I'm doing it. I'll apologize later if I Well, have he's to. got an emergency. He's got an emergency yeah. that requires. Yeah. He, there's no options. And then they have that whole line about something about war isn't one with sentiment. And he says, one by soldiers. And what do we do? Cut the cap. Yeah. We get, um, Who is we get, obviously with having some PTSD. Yeah, um, among other things. So, but no, I mean he's to, working through it. Before we get to the cap, real quick, 
Um, I just want to say I love the Natasha um, banner scene where they're talking in the room yeah, and then he plays cool. the like, don't get me mad. And then she like, yeah. quickly grabs that gun so bad. I love that scene. And then you get the like, the, sorry, uh, sorry, I'm just messing with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to do it. Um, so I, just, I love and the that 50 officers up. outside stand down. Yeah. <laughs> the tanks. I, but I just want to point out they're setting up his humor now at this point. This is the first time yeah. we've seen Banner yeah, really have humor. Um, so, yes, we do. As John was saying, we get to Captain America and it is literally the end tag. Um, yes, that we saw before just expanded. Okay, and, and now this is where I noted that we have lots and lots and lots of good line one-liners, and I love the fact that he says that's something you've never seen before, and he says, "Bet the bet you ten bucks." Oh yeah, that and then we'll when come back later, back. Oh, and then of course God. he asks him what we should know about the tesseract, and I love Cap's line: "You should have left it." Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, this this the perfect way to introduce Steve back into this. And then we cut straight over to Tony, and we get who to gets, see who Phil, as we now know, Phil Colston performs a full-on cockblock. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but before the cockblock, I want to say one of my favorite things of this movie is when Iron Man lands on Avengers. Oh Power yeah, the, the undressing, the undressing yeah, the thing. Oh, that's so awesome! God, oh, I that was so that much. was a good one. Also, I um, love the fact yes, that we the reference the no funny. the no handing him things reference. Yep, that comes, comes back, back from from there. Um, and of course, he's been given data on the Avengers, basically. Yep. And we get an interesting thing that hasn't come back in the movies. They used it in Agents of Shield TV show, but we get the reference to the life model decoys. Yes, Tony does that. Now I love the fact that we also then when we cut we cut to obviously Phil gets around quickly because he's then on a Quinjet with Cap, um, and he's really crushing on him. We he get is, that he is crushing on him, and it, it's rather amusing to watch Coulson have to like I don't I want to say hey but no I'm not going to oh Willie it's like. Watching the um, the high school boy try to ask out the high school cheerleader, and he's just fumbling yeah. every line. Um, of course, they're learning about Banner and Hulk, too. Yeah, so while trying to figure it all out. Um, and then this is actually the spot in the movie where when we're, we're going to cut back to the Chitauri, and we're going to find out mm-hmm. about Lo- the Chitauri found him. But then we get one of my favorite bits is the them on the aircraft carrier. Well, there's also a hint... Of Thanos put down in that line when the Jatari are talking to him, they hint that he found you and gave oh. you that it's not it's not, they're actually hinting that there is some overlord above else. all of them. They're they're making a hint well, that we won't that sh- we'll we return to at the end. I think in that shot, there's also um you can see the throne sitting there i think you can see but it's facing the other direction mm-hmm. I'm fairly confident it's in the um in that shot um but yeah then we get to we get the aircraft carrier where now we're starting to get everyone together we've got natasha we've got steve there um we see banner there and i love when she's like oh you might want to you might want to go inside it's gonna get a little bit hard to breathe hard to breathe it's like is this, oh, yeah. is this a submarine a, like they want to put me in a submerged pressurized container and then the helicarrier starts to like transform and lift up and then he's like oh this is much worse 
<laughs> and then, of course, we get them engaged the reflection panels, which was yep. great. They get their and I love that device. Cap and Cap then gives Fury ten bucks. Yep, he gets the ten bucks, and this is also when we get like you see everyone wearing the shield uniform. So we get the mm-hmm. the comic book uniform, just color differences here on the ship, which is pretty awesome. So then, you know, we get all that. So now we start movie at this point is starting to ramp up speed because it once it starts going with this next scene, this movie clips along at an amazing pace. But we get where Loki is going to go and steal, um, or sorry, get someone's eye so Hawkeye yeah. could steal something else. Imagine how bad Loki would have been at this if he hadn't gotten Selwig and Hawkeye. Yeah. Oh. How hard this would have been for him. Like oh, been a he would have been flying blind. Yeah, I mean, he needed them. He literally picked the right people. Yeah, um, to assist but I love, him, the right henchmen. I Speaking love flying he, blind. <laughs> I love that he wears the helmet again. Oh I think this yeah, is the last shot. I don't think we ever battle, we're ever going to no, see battle it New again. York. Battle but New no, York. but I mean, this movie. Sorry, let me rephrase it. I think this movie is the last time we see his. No, he doesn't go full. Helmet. He doesn't go that. He doesn't go that full on. He does the variations after this. At least yeah, he does I in the TV show. He won't. Well, he won't see him. I he, the Dark next World. time will be Ragnarok. Ragnarok. No, Dark World. But no, I don't Ragnarok think he wears Ragnarok, this helmet. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. No, 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 no. We won't see a, a helmet-like thing until we get the modified one in Ragnarok. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is the last time we see his actual original comic helmet. Yeah, this amazing, amazing helmet. But <laughs> I love it's unbelievably impractical <laughs> it's the gaudiest of gaudy things and he's gone um, here to get an eyeball to get that iridium to stabilize the mm-hmm. portal yeah and then i love that i uh, i wrote a note on this i love this scene when he's doing this bow down all of you humans you're gonna do this i'm gonna be your overlord and the one old jew stands up and like we've had this before and yeah. this guy didn't succeed i love that and then of course who comes in to save him, but the American. So this is one of those like weird propaganda-y Americans yeah. best ever, but yeah. the American comes in to it's save cool. the old guy again. Um, but it's it's such a great scene. I, I love that scene. Um, and we've already seen at this point in time, I forgot to mention it, we've seen Cap's new outfit at yes. this point. Um, that, it's America's ass right there, by the way. Well, this is actually America's, <laughs> America's crotch. But, no, that's America's crotch. Um, but, we already saw that in the image you showed us earlier that works yes. so well on, on pod medium. Yes. Oh, by uh, the way, when, when he Coulson steals... designs this, I just want to point that out. Coulson oh, yeah. gives the design for this. Country. Okay. When he steals that eye thing too, there is some serious, like gruesome glee and, and Tom Hiddleston's face playing Loki. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was, was like, Oh my gosh, that, that is some a level, and then, of course, I love the fact that Cap's dealing with it, and then Iron Man shows up for all the flair. <laughs> and then, you, and then, in the the eye roll from Natasha when he shows <laughs> up, he's like, "Hey, Dad!" But it's so strange because I like when Iron Man does this on the fly because it immediately sets up between him and Cap a level of mistrust. Yes, yeah, which that is will be exploited be- in Act Two. It's and it's going to keep building. It's yeah. just going to keep building for these movies for a while. Because it's going to become be, a central this plot later. Be, well, it's a, it's an ebb and flow in their relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that uh, yeah. And then and we course, take what, out Loki a little course. bit too easily. And then yes, but to get mm-hmm. to that, I love when we're on the thing, and then they're going through and like thunder and the look of like panic 
or the, you know, the lightning's happening and the look of panic in Loki's Loki. face. Loki, yeah. yeah. And then you see Thor land on there and then just like come in and take him and fly off. And like, what? What? <laughs> what, <laughs> what just, just happened? happened? Yeah. And Tony's like, I got this. I got <laughs> Tony, of course, says, is this Shakespeare in the park? Yeah. Um, and, and Loki love- loves the Discord. He loves it. Oh, yeah. he. Uh, I'm going to talk about that in a second. But I want uh, right before that, I love that. So Iron Man goes out to fight him. The sh- the helicarrier is still going. Thor has grabbed him. Or sorry, not the helicarrier. The um, the Quinjet is still going. Lo- Thor grabs him, flies off. So we're still traveling a lot of space here. Right. Iron Man goes after him. Captain America, I got to get a, a, a parachute. But on his parachute, I would jump out the back. We're still all moving in different directions. Captain America jumps out the plane with a parachute, somehow lands exactly where they are. Well, parachute like, does get... allow you to glide, so... But Thor was moving super fast. I know, but I love the fact that he made... When Natasha tells him they're basically gods, and he's like, there's only one god, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> um, America! But yeah, so we get there, we get the little conversation, which I love, like Loki and him having the heart to heart. This is right. the comedic moments of this movie, having the heart to heart. Loki, I'm going to tell you. And then bam, there goes Iron Man hitting him, throwing him out. And then Loki's like, I'm sorry, what? What? <laughs> what, what was that you're saying? And then we get the fight We because we have to. It's, it's a comic book thing. The heroes have to fight the first time. And I, it's an amazing fight. I love when um thor pulls down the the lightning and like hits um tony's armor and it like fully charges him 400 percent. and he's like whoa Um, (laughs) and then cap gets involved like put down the hammer oh no he's attached to it like don't don't mess with (laughs) him (laughs) and And i love i love cap was like are we done here well yeah while loki's (laughs) watching too up top loki's just sitting there like you can imagine it like it would have, if I directed this, Loki would have made some like an illusion of popcorn and would have just been eating popcorn while watching it. Like it's he it's did so he good. did mock Thor when he was about to say something and Iron Man took him. He's like, what? Yeah, no, that's he's like, what? What were you saying? What? Um, well, we uh, we truly get to see how <laughs> powerful Captain America's shield is, though, in this. Yeah, yeah. when mm-hmm. Thor oh. hits him, like, oh my god, like to gust a blast. Once it hits, mm-hmm. um, so then we get we get um, all the way back to to uh, to the helicarrier. Sorry, my note made no sense. Uh, we get all the way back to the helicarrier, and this is when the dialogue really starts to clip in between. We got Tony, we got Iron Man, we got Thor. Well, like everyone, remember when we to... remember we put Loki in the cell that's meant for Hulk, right. and Fury does the callback to. Meet the boot. Yep. And meet boot. And right. we get a like a a subtle nod of what's about to happen as Loki's walking by Banner because he like mm-hmm. looks at him and smiles. Mm-hmm. Um so very subtle little perfect. Little He's here. There. Yeah. And Tony shows up and immediately they're all suspicious of Shield. And the Which motivations. Is, well, there's I love, total mistrust. I, from the I love, from the arms dealer who yeah, from the arms dealer. But I love when Tony walks in to, to get to that mistrust before we find out like he's, I mean, we already kind of know he's mistrusting them. Sure. So when he walks in, he's doing all of his like, blah, 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 blah. And that guy's playing Gallica. How does Nick see over here? He turns. Oh, well, that seems that. like a waste. And he drops the little bug 
mm-hmm. the computer as he turns to set up that yeah. that mm-hmm. trust. And but we also get a lot. We're mm-hmm. starting to get a lot of Captain America out of time because like they're throwing references and caps like what. What the flying it, monkeys joke, uh, though? Finally, eventually, we throw out something from the 30s. <laughs> oh, I got that one. <laughs> I know this. Um, but then, yes, you're right. We get into that the room, and all of a sudden, we start to learn, like, oh no, well, why are they here? Let's start using your brain. He's well, thinking it, and then Banner's like, oh, well, yeah, I kind of am thinking it. Hulk, mm-hmm. Hulk, also, when he t- when Tony invites him to the tower to come play with their RD, he says, uh, yeah, I don't mix well with NYC. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, referencing back, and of course, this is where we continue to quibble about Fury. Cap and Tony are getting in each other's faces, and of course, Cap is actually convinced because he goes snooping. Well, as I say, yeah, because so we're gonna go snooping, and this is where Cap is gonna see all the Hydra tech from Captain yes. America. They just mm-hmm. brought it one sound stage over, and they just put it right here in this crate, <laughs> which nice. is nice. nice. It makes yeah. it all easier. Nice. And of course, this while this is all going on, <laughs> Natasha goes and pulls off like a masterpiece of manipulation on loki yeah which is just like and this scene is that's a jeff's kiss of manipulation absolutely eric you owe me ten dollars we gotta say it um we this one thing that this is the controversial scene of this movie this is the scene if you like look up a lot of stuff online this is the scene that everyone gets really upset with that how dare loki i don't remember the word he uses um, but it's the equivalent of saying calling the C word. Yeah, it's it's like the it's a it's basically the equivalent. Of calling he gets real derogatory word. with her, and everyone's like, "This is like why? How dare he say that? This is wrong!" And you look what's going on with her and playing her like this. Well, one, hey, she's playing him. She's yes. fully in control of this whole thing, and I love that he breaks down like that because he, she got him that- to be. He lost because she got him to get emotional. Yeah, and he disarmed himself. Yeah, and it made she played him. Yeah, yeah, she completely plays him. And by him throwing out the words, one, it it is a way to man, the, it is a way to writer writer's way to manipulate the audience into hating him more. Um, mm-hmm. but it also shows how weak and emotional he is because he can't restrain himself anymore. Up until that moment, he's perfectly restrained. He's in right. control of everything. And then she does this, he loses everything. And to me, it makes this scene work. I love that this works. This is that moment of the movie where you're like oh man everything's starting to come into place and um that i like this scene i I do get why people are like well why did you do this well you didn't actually say the word i've used another version of saying it um but it was meant to be it it was meant to show that he's not in control anymore because i think Mm -hmm. most people when they do that it is meant to be you're trying to get that reaction and he didn't get the reaction he wanted he thought he was she played him yeah she played him perfectly so um, we move past that little bit of a scene but now she knows something's up and now we as the audience know something's up so when we come back to banner and them in that room we're all like i don't know about you guys but i can't focus on anything else in that scene i'm just watching banner because I just want to know what's going on with him. And that he's the one they play with the camera angles on. Everyone else is yeah. a straight mm-hmm. camera angle. But him, they start to change the camera angles. And they do the upside down shot. Everything's going on. And so I, I don't know how Loki's manipulating them other than he's just well, there. The and they're st- already paranoid. Unfortunately, it's the Mind Stone going cuckoo crazy. It's playing. It's like feeding on the room. 
I guess it could be feeding. Yeah, I guess you're right. It, they, seem, it just, seems like it's amplifying it's like the, everybody in there's tension. It's yeah, say, everybody, and it's turning it up. Mm, it's the ectoplasm that, yeah. from Ghostbusters 2, I guess. Yes, it is exactly what it is. It's the ectoplasm from Ghostbusters 2. That's exactly <laughs> that's an, what it is. That's an early 90s reference for some of you listeners. Oh, you kids, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, Gen Z. I'm sorry that we just insulted you. Took 65 episodes for me to get there. Not to insult them. I did that in like episode two, but to get to a Ghostbusters 2 reference. <laughs> all, um, right. all right. So uh, the best this, of the Ghostbusters. This is where. So we, we so Careful. we learned it is one of the best of the Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, this is one of those scenes. Like, so we get there. What's happening? All of this, but this is where, um, in the same time where we're gonna um, get the line where Fury goes, it's been one year um, since you arrived. That's why we're we're building these weapons. Um, mm. So that's when we the only time they throw a date in here. This movie's they're really good about keeping dates hidden on all the news feeds. They learned their lesson. Don't put see it in Chirons on there. <laughs> or M- or MSNBC Chirons. Don't let them be mm-hmm. on there. Yeah. Um, or no, oh, no, Hannity's in another one. Hannity's on Bill O'Reilly. Uh, yeah, Bill O'Reilly's on um two. This I think one. Hannity's in one. Oh, Bill O'Reilly's in this one? He's at the end. He's one oh, of the newscasters. Oh, right. I think yeah. He is. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um we start to learn on in this scene also we get the true tragic nature because Banner actually alludes to he tried to kill himself. He's like, yeah, I try to put, I try sad. to put a, a bullet in my head. Like it doesn't work. You can't kill the big guy. Um, and so your your machine that you were going to build drop me out doesn't work, which is interesting because at that point you're like, well, they're not going to put him in it um, for the movie. We've got we got Loki in there. Um, everything goes haywire, and this movie just starts a running, um, and we get Natalie and Banner. When Loki lets, we get, it's when Loki lets the cats out. Yeah, Loki lets the cats out. We've got um, Hawkeye is somehow shooting an arrow and possibly to make it like hit something that should never happen. They give a lot of no, no, they give a lot of they give a lot of bullet time to Hawkeye in this movie. Hawkeye gets gets a very interesting. He did a very smart thing when he shoots the turbine. He actually checks the wind, dude. He is a he is not a slouch in his profession. I know Batman he's li- supposed to be the best archer, but I'm like, the shot looks strange in the movie because he shoots it one direction and it just completely That's wind, arcs. Casey. That's what he was doing. He's got to bend it oh, like I know. Beckham. Bend it like Hawkeye. Oh, no, I know. Like <laughs> no, no, it's exactly what he is. I was like, wow, that, that's an accurate depiction of how you'd make that shot. So, All right. I'll, I'll, we'll, we're going to test this saying. theory. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to need a lot of money so that we can get out of here. John's going to test this shot. Uh, so everything's Send going... your gift cards to not funny guys. Don't <laughs> off the reels. <laughs> we need a lot of gift cards. Um, so as everything starts to go, so we get the banner and her down there and we get Hulk changing out. This is our first scene at seeing Hulk, the new Hulk, the new design. It's a cool scene. I love that they keep him in shadows. And I love like as he's starting to transform and the two workers come into the room and she's like, you shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should go. And like <laughs> Because we've seen the later movies, all I can think to myself is in this scene now when I watch it is it's happening is her just be like the sun setting big guy, the sun setting big guy, the sun setting <laughs> in my mind. That's what she's like just saying over and over again. Like trying not to, trying not to die. And then he 
gets loose and runs and comes at her in a really cool video gamey scene. Like you could just see the yeah. controls pop it up on the screen. Yeah. And you can tell that when her can ordeal with Hulk, that is the most shaken up she ever is. She does a great job of being like afraid of the Hulk in this movie. She I mean, that's really like the one moment where she's obviously not she's obviously not in control of the situation. Like oh, yeah. I feel you like see, that... you see the 180 of her from when she was dealing with yeah. Loki, when she mm-hmm. was dealing with that Russian general, when you saw her in Iron Man 2. This is yeah. an actual moment of pure fear for her. You actually see yeah. what it looks like, and you don't see it, you don't really see it again. No. This well, is pretty much the only time. This is yeah. the one time in her like training, basically, where she is facing an opponent that she does not understand at all. Nothing. Yeah. Like, like, like she, she understands no Loki. She knows. Well, yeah. She knows yeah, exactly Loki's who Loki a guy. is. She can figure it out. Yeah. He's I a guy. He's is... like any man with power. She right. knows how to manipulate them. But I think this is also not just that, but I think this is the first time she, as far as we know, has ever seen a super a superhero human. like yeah. this. A superhuman. Yeah, everything else has just been like, oh, this is a guy who's just really good at archery. And this is a guy who's just like the perfect soldier. And this is just a douchebag with a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Or is just a drunken Viking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this, she, is a... this is the moment where she's like, oh, God. like This is the first alien in her mind, so to speak. That's, yeah, that's a good way to put it. This is the first alien. Um, she gets in there. They get. She gets through the room. And then Thor comes in to save the day. And we get that. I mean, this was the one of those cheering moments in theater because yeah. everyone wanted to see Thor versus Hulk and not from the old TV show. We wanted to see a real <laughs> Thor versus Hulk. And we not only do we get to see a Thor versus Hulk, but we also are going to get to see Hulk get really pissed off that he can't lift a hammer. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and dig into the ground trying to get it. Oh yeah! Oh, such a good. I love this shot. Like his is like what? Like, the animator <laughs> the, had the fuck. <laughs> animator had fun with this one because of that. I shot. feel like this should be a meme picture that like just goes around the internet. Like the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like fuk. You know, like fuk. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then F-U-Q. after like this scene happens, and then it's one of my favorite moments in the movie. Plane comes in, like gonna shoot them, and then Hulk's like plane and runs in the <laughs> yeah. look on that pilot's face like oh yes. <laughs> oh that's so good oh while all this is going on you got cap and iron man trying to save the um the helicarrier mm-hmm. from going down then you they got... have to work together i think that's a smart writing you know device yep. there too that these two oh, it was the beginning of a move to get them to actually be on the team together right yeah. they, had a, they and, had a team they had a team building exercise well that's did. so we, we're in act two too. we're in act two at the moment act two is the yeah. dysfunction of the team yeah. act three is when they can come together and defeat the big bad yeah mm-hmm. and captain america if you think about it, captain america and iron man switch roles in this scene because mm-hmm. Captain America is usually like the brute force. I'm the I'm the football player. I'm the the one who's going to go out there. The and thinker, do things. like the strategist too, a little bit too. Like you and, go up here. And Iron Man is the tech guy. And this time they force Cap to be the tech guy because he's going to be at the board mm-hmm. pushing the buttons. And Iron Man has to be the guy who's got to get there and use the brute force to get the turbine to spin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that they flip the role their roles in this one little scene. Um, while that's going on, Thor eventually gets to um, to go over to get Loki, and Loki tricks him and gets him into the pod. But then we get we get a Mister Phil Coulson um, there with the 
big ass destroyer gun <laughs> that they somehow have created and he wants to know will it work and unfortunately unfortunately loki gets the best of him and jabs him with the loki pokey stick through the heart no, that yeah, is no, one he, multifunctional no, tool that is the Swiss army knife he, he, he didn't look he didn't just the poke galaxy. him he literally poked him and just kept going yeah and More going like a hook versus a poke <laughs> Yeah, and and like I Loki love... know what he did last summer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. We get Phil there, and then Phil's like, "Oh, I was wondering what this gun does." <laughs> oh, and then death. Now I but... I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's what it does. <laughs> so branching path for a couple of seconds, probably a minute, oh. John. Sorry. Uh... Um. So we got Coulson is dead. So in the Agents of Shield TV show which is after technically after Avengers, mm-hmm. um, Coulson is back. So in the show, they use Kree tech to bring Coulson back. It becomes this whole thing. Um, it's very strange. It will never get referenced in here. Now, the first season of Avengers, uh, of um, S.H.I.E.L.D., they do try to do tie-ins. There are things that tie in, particularly with Captain America, um, Winter Soldier. There's right. tie-ins, but they only last the first season, and then it never ties never tries really again. again. But you do get a Sif goes into that show. You get Nick Fury goes into that show. Um, and then eventually they will just start to write themselves out of the MCU. And they're no longer considered canon, which is why I'm not watching it um, in this. But um, Phil does live on. So if you were sad that Phil dies here, you can have eight seasons of Phil Coulson. And a good show. It is legitimately it is. a good show. I it. Um, so if you do want more Phil there, but it does not tie in. Um, but I just want you to know how he does technically come back in that it yeah, is Cree technology. So back to our regularly scheduled show. Colson's dead. No, which I love by the way that Colson is the thing that they have to avenge. Yes, <laughs> they did. Like they needed Colson to after being like, manipulated by by Fury no, this with is the cards. Fury. Yeah, Fury specifically manipulates him, and he gives him that whole speech about there was an idea. He literally does that. Drops that. Wonderful line, speaking about them coming together, overcoming differences. Which I mean, and at this point, he's technically already got Cap on side. Oh yeah, 100%. he's probably got Black Widow, and when they get Hawkeye back, those are on side. He's really doing that as a way to kind of he needs to push Tony and Thor. He needs the money and the power. Yeah. <laughs> he needs the powerhouses to really buy in, and yeah, yeah he manipulates them basically. Yeah. And Maria um, Hill calls him on it, but it's like, yeah, I know. I can't believe he bloodied those vintage cards. Like, I just can't imagine. So, John, is this the spot in the movie <laughs> the where you can't can't deal I know. with it? <laughs> can't deal with it, John? Is this the moment in the movie where we get the, um where they reference the only time they reference Jane Foster? Um, because they're like, we've moved her to a safe location. That was earlier. That was, that was earlier, earlier before the fight. Before the fight, there's a point where Phil, because it's Phil telling yeah, Phil. Thor. Oh, you're right, because Phil. That yeah. we moved him. Yeah, when we get the debrief, this image you're showing us right now where they're talking, that's like right after okay. when Fury comes and talks to him. It's right after he and Phil were consulting, because at this point, Phil's the guy he knows. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Um, so now so we got the bloody cards. Now we start to see where like the team is. We get Naked Banner. He was able to guide himself into a warehouse. Um, we learned that Hulk isn't that bad from the airplane person. that he he took down. Right, this right. is still from yes. the airplane, folks. Yeah, from the airplane. Um, but we the 
janitor guy who's there who finds him gives banner clothes references like hey that the green guy he made sure no one was here like he guided himself so that he couldn't hurt people Mm. so we start to learn that oh there is some control in the hulk there's a little (laughs) bit of control do you guys feel like that could have been or maybe was meant to be a stan lee role like doesn't that feel like a stan lee sort of role that he could have taken on I know. I mean, because it feels yes, so but... small that it feels like just a couple lines. I mean, technically, but I mean, Stan gets his other role. Yeah, he gets if his this own was role. another movie after Stan's passing, I could see that. Right. that. It's just me. I guess I just saw it as like a very Stanley esque character. We um or ready we... ready made character in the way. While this is going on, we find out Loki. Uh, Thor. So Thor was dropped out of the thing in the Hulk device. Um, but he does survive. We get to see him like picking up the pieces and starting almost questioning himself. Um, then we're going to well, get, we get um, a whole moment where they're all in a point of their low. Yeah. They're all yeah. down. And then it's about, it's the, it's the get back up again. Yeah. Like subtext. All this and we get, <laughs> yeah. um, Tony has his, uh, keep pieces together. What Loki is after. And he goes back to New York to Avengers Tower at this point. Mm-hmm. And this is where we're going to we get to see him take off the armor again and that awesome contraption. But then All the, we walking, get, the walking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, we get my shots with my favorite building of all time, the Chrysler building um, in the windows. <laughs> um, but we do get the famous like, oh, well, I've got an army. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, we got a Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> yeah. And then while Loki's not paying attention because the, the whole like, you want to drink? You want to drink? I'm going to get you a drink. I can get you a drink. You want to drink? Loki's just like, whatever, not paying attention. Iron Man's able to slip on his little bracelets. He's mon- He's getting into the monologue again. Yeah. Getting him to monologue, slip on his ba- his bracelets, and he's going to get the Mark 7. So we're getting his Mark 7 suit. We know it's Mark 7 because he says it to Jarvis. Gets thrown out the window. And the, the suit shoots out, and we get to see a cool sequence of Iron Man suiting up while falling to the ground. Probably should have died, but didn't. We also had the performance issue line here, too. Oh, you're right. We, we do get the to... performance issue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right, because that's this is the callback to that. So yeah, he tries the Loki-Pokey, I mean, like, tap, tap. Um, thank God this wasn't Iron Man 3 with Ooh. the extremists. <laughs> man. Uh, so we get that... We start to see Eric. I referenced this a couple of movies ago. The wonderful oh. sky beam uh, that happens. Um, what, oh I think, yeah, uh, and um, start shooting one. up at every movie, basically. Yep, Iron Man One. There's the sky beam. Here he is again. Sky beam. It's gonna be all over the place. Which, if you think about, it, is the evolution from like the um, Independence Day movies. Where it's like yeah. spaceship above, like above hover, you know, yeah. it was, that was the thing. Like some, the cloud rolling in, right? Yeah. The the overcast feel. And now we're like, we'll create the overcast feel by shooting a yeah. sky beam. We'll make our own. <laughs> uh, so then um, we're going to go back and we're going to get some, everyone's starting to suit up and get ready to go out. And we're going to get our first reference of a thousand references to Budapest. Because she actually, yep. they reference it for the first time in yep. this, and we're going to hear about it for the rest of our lives. <laughs> they, um, Cap gets them, they suit up. Do you have a suit? Oh, I got a suit. We get to see Hawkeye, like truly see Hawkeye's full suit. 
in this moment. Widow's got hers. And we're going to New York, baby. Ooh. We're going to get there. And Cap's going to start giving some orders. And people are going to listen to those orders. And then he's going to. Well, get I like the way he taught. He justifies authority when the cop questions him and the Jatari attack and he handles them. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm listening to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you're not just a nut job in a patriotic suit. And you know uh, what I appreciate most about this is that these heroes apparently seem to give a rats about the people of New York. Yeah. They do, but they don't get people. They don't find a way to get the bad guys out. They're still stuck keeping everyone. Well, they contain there. them, but they contain them, and a they lot do of what people they still can. die. I'm they sure they did, central. but Hell's Kitchen but th- doesn't really exist much after this. I'm just saying, like they were working with what they had. I they came see, in late, and they so, had a strategy. They did not let it leave. Since you they break contained. this down, since you bring this up, I, I, audience. Someone write in to notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com and let us know what is the death count from Man of Steel and (laughs) (laughs) Metropolis and New York City in this because they're probably pretty damn equal. I will say, though, Mm. Snyder leveled Metropolis. These guys didn't level the city. The buildings, a lot of them are still standing. However, a lot of death. Well, the World Security Council would have really clocked that. They would have pulled the Zack Snyder. Well, the island of Manhattan they tried is pretty to pull dumb. a snack side. Yes, they did. They, they were going to look it. Um, so we do get um, Cap saving the day here, and we're setting up for one of my favorite scenes. Actually, that's no, he's there. We've got we gotten. Um, I forgot to mention when Thor. Everyone's putting on their armor. Thor literally puts on his armor with the lightning, mm-hmm. and we get his armor from the first movie from Thor first movie. Um, and then Tony is convinced that Thor Banner will show up. Yep, and Banner, I love, he knows Banner will come. Yep, and I love when Banner like everything. We get everyone looking up. We see the um, the sky slugs coming through. Everyone's freaking out. Banner's there. The sky Valcors with armor from never. Yeah, they are. It's Valcor with armor and meaner. This is what happens when Valcor <laughs> grows up. Uh, Valcor. Tony's able to get one down, and then Banner has that great line of like, "Oh, the thing you don't know is I'm always angry." And then we see him change on command, and then he punches that sucker, and it falls. And then there they are. Tony helps stop it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Great oh, shot. and I love when he tells them, they give him the plan, he's like, you know, you're doing this, turn him around. Cap, like, actually leads them yeah, in a strategy. Both. And then he tells yeah. Hulk, smash, and Hulk's like, mm. yeah. But before, <laughs> right before that, we get the famous shot that they use over oh, and yeah. over again of the circling around the heroes. There they are. We've assembled. We're ready to go. Does he say, now that I think about it, does he say Avengers Assemble? No, not until the no. game. Not until in game. We always get so close. Yeah, we get this so is the close. first time they actually assemble in the yeah. old age of Ultron. He'll say, and then we cut him off. Yeah, and they don't do it till the end. Um, I like this. I like this. Really, shot really teasing us. I like this shot where you can see um, Cap's got the wings on his helmet. Oh yeah. Um, I still hate that suit. Yeah, you know what's bad about that? It suit? is my least favorite suit. Oh no, that suit actually only looks good when he's not wearing the helmet. Yes, that's the only time it looks good. Like when he when when we see him later, like in he gets better. <laughs> Even then, I question it looking good when he's not wearing the helmet. But well, I'm just saying it, it. Like you know why it doesn't work? 
Eric, do you know why it doesn't work? I bet you know why this suit doesn't work. It looks like a costume. It looks like a Halloween costume. No, it's not that. It's not that. It doesn't show off America's ass properly. <laughs> oh, no. No, there's a couple back shots that show off the ass pretty well. It's not. It's not. I mean, in this suit, I question, does Captain America fuck? I question it. That's fair. Well, I mean, it's not, hey, it's not a very cool suit in that way. Hey, but look, every civilian woman who sees him in this movie, though. The waitress. Would. Would. <laughs> the waitress definitely does. Would gladly be. Does Captain America fuck? Yes, please. Yes, absolutely. There's highly, especially the waitress. Yes, they really focus on her. Like she in a like, weird way in that scene. I know it's rescued. like a really inappropriate, really inappropriate way. Like, um, you need to keep your mind out of the gutter, lady. Please. Yeah. Oh, I just it's noticed dangerous. this in this shot. His shield's got blood all over it. I never noticed before. I would he didn't have to blood. wait for Tony Stark to get his meals. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, so we get <laughs> yeah, so we get we got that iconic shot, and then as John was saying, Cap leads the team. He steps up, leads it. He's the captain. He is tells everyone to do. And you're right, that line of Hulk smash. Well, he oh. sends Thor up to the portal to try and jam it up. He puts Hawkeye on the roof to call things out. Tony is the guy who keeps everything in the area, and he and Natasha are on the ground. Yeah. And then Hulk you know, smash, with, and then with we Hulk. get a cool scene of Hulk just letting loose and doing everything he's supposed to do. And, and when the Chitauri get mad, Hulk like screams back at them right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that image. He's and, screaming back at them like, oh, I can be loud too. And then as we run through this whole Hulk thing, this is this is one of those interesting things with Marvel movies. The, the villains always fall apart pretty easily. Um, we beat the villain of this movie pretty early on. Because after that scene, when like Hulk smash and we get the running all over the place, Hulk gets in there with Loki, beats the shit out of him like a rag doll, and then Slops runs. Him around. Yeah, it's like it's so good. Um, this extra I wrote. People complain about Man of Steel, but this movie, a shit ton of people are dying in this city. Um, now, this is this the time? Is this this is about the same spot where we also get the the wonderful. Thor and Hulk. Thor. Yeah. yeah. And then just the thump. Oh. And he like you can see he kind of smirks. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's so good. It like this scene is uh, setting up what I want in Fantastic Four. Because if they Johnny do, Storm and thing and thing, if they can do like this type of thing and that, oh, it's gonna be so good. Um so we get to, we gotta um we gotta shut down the portal. We're gonna learn that Eric has built in. A way to stop the portal, the Loki mm-hmm. Poke Stick. Um, we the World Council has done what you've said. They're launching a nuke. They're going to level it. They've gone. They're going the full Snyder. They didn't even. We're not wait talking for it. full. We're not talking <laughs> the full Zaslav. I mean, they're going Snyder. They're going past Zaslav. They're just going <laughs> to nuke it all down. <laughs> Tony gets the great idea. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take this thing into that portal. And now I want to point something out. When he does that. He is proving to Captain America that he can be the guy to fall in the grenade because Cap calls him out on that. Yeah. For being a yeah. showboat, but the guy who isn't the one to take the hit for the team the way he is. This is yeah. the contrasting nature of the two characters. But he actually shows that he is yep, capable. And we see how much he actually cares for people because he tries to call Pepper. Mm-hmm. And then, but unfortunately, Pepper is too busy watching the boob tube to actually. Yeah. To actually talk to her man who's about to go kill himself for her. 
She's flying away. He's too no. much a fan of Tucker Carlson tonight. No, oh, Tucker God, Carlson. Please don't. Uh, so Tony, that show Tucker didn't Carlson exist. tonight. That show didn't exist back then. It was still the Bill O'Reilly factor. The pepper factor. The pepper factor. Tony <laughs> Tony flies in. The Scoville and, units. <laughs> Tony Tony flies into the big hole with his um with his little nuke. Nat pokes the the cube with the Loki pokey stick, closing up the big sky anus as Tony's <laughs> trying to get out from our Independence Day scene where the nuke, like everything starts to go crazy up in space. Everyone, the Chitauri, are they just hive mind? Are they Borg? Because when the, the kind of are. seems like yeah thing, they just fall apart. Like yeah. no question. Now we got aliens all over the place. What the hell's going to go on with the aliens like and all falling the onto and buildings shit? and destroying more? Yeah, more people dying. Are people going to eat the big thing? What happens with the big thing? Like what's going on? People um, died from them winning. Yeah, right. Like they ended the thing. The Shatari died in that giant worm sky thing. A couple just, of them, like fell on buildings and killed more people. Yeah. By winning, and, and then they got they're gonna stink up the city. I mean, New York already smells oh, like yeah. trash. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah you that looked like things. summer too. So you know it's hot. And how many how many people like are gonna take to get rid of those? Like so many questions. But yeah, but but to your point, block party barbecue. Damn right, <laughs> damn right. <laughs> the 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 big anus is starting to close up. Tommy's <laughs> gonna fall out of it, and he's falling, and his suit's not going because he wasn't pressurized for space. He's falling. He's falling. Perfect Someone's got to save him, and and uh, Mister Mister uh, Hulk is going to save him. Um, I forgot that I was going to show this shot. Uh, this shot that becomes a callback to a, a TV show later on, mm-hmm. um, by the way, but shows that um, Hawkeye's not just a pretty face. Um, sorry, sorry. Hulk saves Mister uh, Mister Stark, and Tony's freaking out like, "Oh my god, he didn't kiss me, did he? No, nope, he did not give you CPR, but he rips." Your helmet off. I don't understand uh, how he didn't rip his face off. Gay joke in a Joss Whedon film. Oh God, you went there. You went there. I did. I did it. Um, all that's going on. We get the wonderful shot of the team with Loki waking up, and mm. Loki's just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, nope, nope. I think that drink now. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'm done. No more fighting. Now that I look at this shot, what is wrong with? What the hell did they do to Hulk in this shot? He's so angry, but like but, calm, angry. But he's like thin. It's like a weird angle. Anyway, sorry, ladies and we're looking at a weird. He's like shot. stretching his neck out. You know, he's like, Ugh. this is where look we at my underbite. <laughs> this is now that we've saved the day. Everything's wrapping up. Oh, Thor is going to take Loki with the weird Hannibal mask to Asgard. And the World Security Council is again not happy. Yeah, they're not happy. You've got um, banners to the wind. Tony's being his normal douche self. Um, he's they've talked about shawarma like we got to get some shawarma at this point in time we've already had that conversation mm-hmm. um, we start to see the news reports we get to see the waitress being like oh this guy saved me it was so great oh um, Stan has his quick little cameo in this little bit um, oh this is actually where we learned um, I think we or maybe I feel like this is where we use it how much um, power no I think I wrote this note wrong Odin um how Thor gets to Earth, Odin gives him uses a lot of power to get Thor there. I wrote the well, note he uses the Tesseract to get back. So. Right, he used the Tesseract to get back. But I wrote a weird note for some reason. I wrote my Odin note here, but how Thor got there. 
Odin must have used a lot of the All Father's power to get you here, mm-hmm. uh, but that's way that's earlier in the movie. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. So then the credits roll, and I remember being in that theater like there was so many applause moments going on in this, and then that first tag opens up, <laughs> and it's like, Master, we must do it, and then you just the turn and the smile, and half of the audience is like. And the mm-hmm. other half are like, who the fuck? Who, who the fuck's who, grimace who here? Like, <laughs> not fucking grimace. I don't ever have to turn to Rachel. And be like, hey, it's his birthday right now. Don't mock grimace. It is this Thanos here. He actually, we don't even know his name yet. This purple guy here, he just had one of those grimace shakes. <laughs> um, and there's a callback to, um, will be to court death. Um, and then that's when he turns and he smiles. I remember Rachel being like, who's that? Why are you so excited? I'm like, that's Thanos. It's so cool. And they talked about death. That means that we're going to be getting the Infinity Gauntlet because that's the storyline where Thanos and death and blah, blah, blah. Rachel's like, I don't, they, how did you get that? It's a single shot. And I'm like, it's, <laughs> I, I know, I just know it. I'm like, it's cool. You're going to love it. Ten I'm special. Later, you're not. Yeah. 10 years later, she gets it and she knows who Thanos is now. And I got to say, like, did they have um what's his name Josh? No, uh, no, no. They had they did a pretty yet. good job of keeping that solid throughout. I yeah. mean, he looks a little different. It's not a like, hard. It's not a hard character horrible. to do, really. Yeah, yeah. Really mess that up. Pretty easy design. I mean, you can tell. Like, if we had a picture of the Josh, the later Thanos, you would be able to see some differences, but essentially, it's the same. Um, but then we get we get our credits, and then some so wait, of us who plays like, Thanos in this? Anyone know? Off top of your head? I think it's just random actor. It's not like anything important. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're sitting there and everyone's like, do we get up? Do we go? Do we, do we, do we sit there? I don't think we sit here. We sit there and what do we get? We get shawarma. People sitting there eating shawarma. Now, interesting, fun thing about this. They filmed this way later. Mm-hmm. It's not something they filmed immediately. And Cap, it's always like weird. Cap's like head down, like covering his face. And everyone's like, oh, is he because he's laughing? No, he's not laughing. because the movie he's doing. At the time that they came back to do this, he had full like Eric mustache there. And yeah. so it's him covering the stash is what's going on. Um, but mm-hmm. it's it's amazing. And um, now the world knows what shawarma is because before everyone's like, what's this thing? But Tony even says it too. Tony's like, he wants to know. Yeah. But however, Tony's filthy rich. He would have known what shawarma is. Let's just be honest. He would have. Maybe, maybe, maybe he hadn't tried it. Maybe in New I, York. Maybe I can buy that. I can buy he hadn't tried it, but so that's that is um that is the first one. So now let's quickly just jump to the very short scene because it's basically Avengers 1.1, because Marvel loves um point ones. Um we get Marvel's one shot item 47. It's just a 12-minute little short. Uh Luis Diazito came back to direct it, Eric Pearson um wrote it. I'm fairly confident they did all these shorts basically at one time. Because it just makes sense for how they came out. Um, Lizzie Chapman's in it. Uh, Jesse Bradford, um, Maximiliano Hernandez is back for the. This is the third time we've seen Stillwell, I think, or Sitwell, right? Because he was in this. He's in one of the shots. He's in Thor. I feel like he's there's another shot uh, with him. Anyway, um, he's back. And then um, Titus uh, Welliver is Agent Blake, who is one of those famous Hollywood. Oh, it's that guy. I know that guy um, and it and it's basically as Eric was talking 
everything shuts down. The Chitauri, you're falling all over the place. There's weapons everywhere. Apparently, there's only 47 because they say 47 items fell from the sky. Apparently, there's only 47. Not going to be contradicted in another movie later. But anyway, 47 items. This random couple finds one. Somehow, this guy figures out if you jam your hand into it, it fires. And they do what every red blood American would do. They become Bonnie and Clyde and Rob Banks. <laughs> and they're caught because they buy a boat in cash. That that's what that's how Shield follows them. Um and they they Sitwell comes in to try to stop them. And there's this interesting little bit of um like um spin the bottle with the weapon. And then it goes off. Um, it reminds me, it makes me think they were trying to do a little bit of um pulp fiction, John. Did you get any of that? Like honey buddy? Yeah, yeah, no, I like, felt that it feels like that's what they're doing. Um, and then you know, what do you do if you become a bank robber with 47 with one of the 47 weapons that fell that you happen to get um to do, you know, no jail time. You get to become an agent of shield. <laughs> <laughs> um so, uh, what are you, what are you guys' thoughts on these uh, these two things, um, that movie and uh, and uh, this little short? What are your thoughts? I, I don't need this short, but I get it. I mean, I feel like the thing that we get in this short is better flushed out in Spider Man Homecoming. Being quite honest with you, yeah, it's it. The one nice thing about it is it just shows like there is repercussions to what happens. Yes, like, no, and I think Spider Man Homecoming like takes this better. idea and really takes it to its fullest extent which is i like yeah you know but it's it's cute it's cute yeah. i mean it has its little function yeah it's, i it's think of all the of all the shorts that we've seen i feel like the peggy carter one and the what's on the way to the hammer are the probably the two better the strongest ones yeah, that actually give you something yeah because obviously the peggy carter short sets up Peggy Carter's own TV series, and the other one gives you a real feel for Colston. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, both of those feel like they fit in the story, where the others just feel like kind of a thread we follow. Yeah. No, I, Especially I, this one, item 47. I can't and the fact that we never see them again as agents, to my knowledge. Yeah, they're not in the TV show, so it's just yeah. weird. Like, And did you notice there's a tag at the end of this one, too? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the weird, like, her just spinning in a chair. Yeah. Like what? Very strange. What is going on? Um, all right. So let us. I need to do all this. Let's uh talk about these. So, um, Eric, you spoke last, so you get to go first this time. Oh no. Let us know. Let's uh, you pick which one do you want to do first? You know, we'll, you know, we'll go it. in order. We'll go in order. Right, the Avengers. Avengers. All right, the what Avengers. you got here for Avengers? What do you like, what do you uh star in this bad boy as? So I like I said, the first act to me is pretty rough. Um, it just feels choppy it feels forced a lot of times um in writing but act two and especially act three really make up for it um Mm -hmm. and so i gave it four stars it's still really good it's quite the feat like when you really think about what it did at like we're used to the mcu now like this was the first time it really tested the strength of the mcu yeah um and not just any individual marvel movie so So i ultimately before you say the name hold the number i just want to ask a question yeah so we got a lot of movies in this. You've watched sure. a ton. I think you've watched around like 46 movies or so. Mm-hmm. Um, you put this at four stars. We got a lot of shit here. We got a lot of stuff. Has this broken your top 10? 
Yeah, this is my top ten now. This is in your top ten as of right now. Okay, right so now. okay, so what where did you put it in your top ten then? It fell in number nine. So nice. So you hate ironically, this movie. probably behind where I thought it would have been before. Like, uh-huh. had been we not done this? But it fell right behind the first Avenger, Captain America. I actually enjoyed Captain America as a end-to-end movie better um, oh. than the Avengers in terms of story writing. Now, the Avengers has way better set pieces, and it's it feels just fun right at the end versus Captain America felt like a good action war movie story idea. Avengers falls apart in story, but it makes up for it nostalgia. Nice. Nice. All right. So then um where did you put uh or sorry what what score do you give item 47? So item 47 I actually thought it was a fun for like a little one shot. It was still fun. It was well done. It was an enjoyable story to watch for a second even if it really was just saccharine, right? It it didn't provide anything at the end of the day, empty calories if you will, mm-hmm. I guess maybe. Um so I still ranked it number like 4 stars. I still like enjoyed it, right? I enjoyed the the short. I'd I'd recommend people watch it. Um but it fell on the list for sure um down to number 18. So it is behind uh funny thing happened and agent carter. In that nice. way. It's down technically uh Where is it? Down a long ways. Oh, so it falls right behind Spider-Man 2 at the moment, right ahead yep. of Thor. I'm still a little touch and go on Thor at times. All right. All right. All right. So that's yours. So then let's see what Doctor Evans has to say. All right. What do you rank or what stars do you give the Avengers? Uh, I give it four and a half. Uh, so, I do like it a little better, and I have it at number four behind Deadpool in front of Iron Man. So you you like this movie, and you actually have it in your top ten. I, I do. It's in my top five <laughs> right, right now. Five. So you you like this movie. Eric does not like it. Doesn't even crack his top five. No, it, well, he cracks his top ten. So I don't think that's not like like. Yeah, we're not moving the goalposts here, Casey. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, always I, moving the goalpost. Yes. Okay. All right, so I know you didn't do. You're not ranking the. I, shorts, I'm not doing so. the shorts, but yeah, I would put the shorts. I mean, the shorts. I would have it. I would have like Eric. I'd have Peggy Carter and along to the in front of it. Okay. If you had to ask me, it would probably be Peggy Carter first. Colston's uh, on the way to the hammer second. Uh, this third, followed by the consultant last. So I, uh, I'm, I would just ask what like three out of five stars. It's like just middle. Yeah, three. three. I'd give them all about three ish. All right. All right. Except maybe the consultant, which I might give like a two and a half. Right. Not my favorite. So I, for Avengers, I give it four and a half stars. And it is my number three movie. It nice. actually passes wow. Captain America. And I'm going to point this out again in a second because I got something interesting to look at. So um, it's number three for me. I really like it. The, the banter. So good. This movie still holds up. So much fun. I still love Captain America a lot. Um, they're almost like tied in a way, but this there's just so much fun banter. It gives me everything I wanted um at this particular time. We'll see where it sits at the end. Um and then for item 47. Item 47. Yikes. Item really? 47. Not a but, fan. Probably is a dead ends. Um uh, I give it two stars. 
Wow. And it is number, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, I've got 80 things on this list. Is that behind, <laughs> the, is that behind the consultant? It is behind the consultant. Wow. It is yeah, it's the consultant in that. It is 59 on my list. Why is it I behind will, the consultant? I will, I will watch my Punisher Warzone. <laughs> or I will watch this 12 minutes again. There's just nothing really there for me in this. He will watch Blade 2 and Howard the Duck before this one. I will watch both of those before this. He will watch the Japanese Spider-Man. Or is it Japanese? Taiwanese? No, that one's actually not on there. These are just the American TV show Spider-Man. Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just don't really care for it. And the consultant was just better. At least it was shorter. It gave me the, it gave me a little bit of the not incredible. Oh, yeah, the runtime for 12 minutes was, uh, it, it, was it feels it. It was it, fun. It, it, no, nah, it, it's, it's not that great. But if, if you want <laughs> to look at Carter my, was a longer short. So of the 10 things that are MCU directed, Haley Atwell really drives that story so well. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, it is number one and just the MCU proper is my number one currently. Now I want to point this out real quick because Eric has seen where I'm about to show you number one, number two. All right. Now I'm going to go back to my list real fast. This is a list I made during COVID. I made this around the time I saw Dr. Strange and uh, multiverse of madness. I wanted to just point out it's here. Mm-hmm. It's Captain America is high here. Avengers is here. Wow. This is how I've thought of how things have changed since last twice time I really watched these. Like twice and for those listening at home, And yeah. for those listening at home, so 30 Captain America Avengers. is way up near the top and Avengers is way near the bottom middle. Yeah. So I'll say Avengers is 34 and Captain America is 12. Yeah. So it is shifted. Um I don't know if my stuff is going to shift around as I go through as we watch these other movies. I might like I could see maybe things shift and change as I've been thinking about it. I mean, like, oh, I really love this and stuff um, or callbacks and stuff. But at this moment, I really, really like I think I like Avengers more than I like the first Captain America movie. Again, kind of tied, but I like it. So it's how my list have changed and, you know, times changed um, COVID and all that. But anyway, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to us talk about um, the Avengers. So, Eric, I'm going to let you tell us a library real fast, and then I'll tell everyone we're watching next. All right, cool. Uh, Our library today, we're heading up to Montana, Missoula, Montana, for the Missoula Public Library. Is it near Uh, the um, Children's Theater? It is, actually. Uh Get ahead of me, damn it. (laughs) The The only thing I know about Missoula. (laughs) The Missoula Public Library um, in Montana, again. Missoula, Montana is the only public library in Montana in Missoula, Montana that is not connected. Uh, Missoula proper, that is, that is not connected to a school, whether it be a public uh, school or a college. Um, the zip code there, folks, uh, for those of you playing along, is five nine eight zero two. So, some fun facts about Missoula that I did not know before looking it up. Uh, but the Missoula Public Library was declared the world's best public library in twenty twenty two. Um, so for those who don't know, 20 libraries from around the world are considered for this prestigious award. Um, this is by like an international council that that makes these things. Um, the Missoula Public Library is the first library from North America ever to win. Um, and the library uh, has about a little over 100,000 square feet. Um, and it's like four floors. Uh, so if you think of it that way. Uh, so the reason that it won 
uh, the MSR design, any design, it, it all created the vision behind this newly uh, kind of built library, right? And they they basically looked at the design in, in the surrounding area of Missoula. Uh, so like the stairs, the walls, the furniture, all clad in wood. Uh, there's a violet color uh, of the interior, um, which is a tribute to Montana state flower, the, the bitterroot. Um, the main central stairs, right, between the floor um, is reminiscent of climbing a mountain. Each of the floors offer different activities, options. Uh, upper floor visitors can enjoy like giant view, like uh, great views of uh, Mount Sentinel um, as well. There's also a rooftop terrace. Uh, so when designing the new uh, public library, it is new. I did see some pictures of the old one. Again, this one opened very recently, which it had to be pretty new in order to win that award. Uh, the old one was basically just kind of a, a government looking building, if you will, from like the 70s, 80s, maybe even late 60s. Um, so the new library, um, they had three guiding principles in designing it, which was it should be long lasting. It should be flexible and sustainable. Um, these are all going to come back into play when I'm talking about here. So, so bear with me, folks. Uh, so the design of the building therefore included energy saving air distribution systems, um, and is heated with geothermal energy. So it's a very modern building in that way, uh, too. Um, so the reason I'm talking about Missoula and Montana, you're probably wondering, doesn't really tie into the Avengers. I actually want to give a shout out to uh, someone I ended up following somewhat recently on YouTube and, and videos. Um, which is that Missoula, Montana is the current hometown of a, what I consider, I guess, famous vlog brother, a VLOG, a video blog. Um, and that is the, uh, you know, famous vlog brother slash, I said, science mogul. Cause if you go to his Wikipedia, he's essentially in charge of everything. Um, and that's Hank green, um, brother of John green, who's a novelist. Um, so you know, kind of they're the vlog brothers and they kind of have a series, I think, since basically the creation of YouTube, um, where they've had a weekly kind of blog that they talk to each other with. Um, Hank Green back in mid-May of 2023 was diagnosed or at least came out with a diagnosis to the public of Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, and so I wanted to kind of call out this one and, and dedicate this one because I just saw he posted another video, as they do every week, typically, uh, where he's now finishing his chemotherapy to to get cured of his Hodgkin's lymphoma. So shout out to Hank Green, uh, the Vlog Brothers. You totally need the Not Funny Guys endorsement. I get it. Uh, but, um, <laughs> you know, I I am obviously very happy. Congratulations for, for making it through the chemotherapy. Thank you as well for kind of walking through and, and being someone who going through a, a cancer diagnosis and treatment is very open about it and very chatty in a way about it and kind of telling people who may not be ready for it, you know, with their parents or whatever to kind of how to understand it. Uh, so, so that's, that's kind of why I chose Missoula, Montana um, and, and their public library there. It is open seven days a week, folks. This is one of those seven days a week library. That's right. Um, and you can get there any day between 12 and 5 PM and, and probably get a, a, a book. Uh, you can get extended hours on the weekdays and Saturdays, but Sunday is probably 12 to 5, or it, not probably, it is. Uh, so that's going to limit your your any times. Um, it, it, like I said, it is the only public library in Missoula that is not attached to either like an elementary school, middle school, high school, or college. Uh, the, I forget the university there. Um, and to your point, Casey, as you called out earlier, it is across the street from the Missoula Children's Theater, literally across the street. 
the Missoula Children's Theater and the Missoula Community Theater. So if you're in town, go check it out. It's an award international award-winning library for design uh for for image for for everything i kind of hope to maybe get to it on a, a tour across america myself one day the missoula public library in missoula montana awesome thank you eric thank you for that well done all right and if you are trying to find um what we're going to watch next week you might be able to find them at the library in their media <laughs> section you i bet you next i bet they have the- internet at least that you I can use you- um, next week, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to watch Iron Man 3, or we maybe should call it AKA Avengers um, 1.5, because it is <laughs> kind of a sequel-esque to um, the Avengers. It is uh, starting off Phase 2. I believe it's actually the first thing in Phase 2 on Disney+. Plus. It is. Then we're going to, after that, the next thing will be the All Hail the King Marvel one-shot, which is amazing. Eric, I don't know if you've seen that. Have you seen that? I think I have, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll double check it, obviously. And then um, that was also on Disney+. And then Thor The Dark World, the most pivotal movie of the (laughs) MCU. They totally fast and furious this. Uh, It is also on Disney+. Let me just quickly say, I'm a little ahead of the curve, and I just want to say in advance, rewatching Thor 2 is better than you think. I will give that. I, I can. I can attest to that. It's better oh, than lies. what you think about it. <laughs> there, there, I'm not saying it's a perfect movie, but I'm saying there are parts of it that are totally solid. All right, all right. You heard it here, folks. He is saying it is the best MCU movie that you're going to watch. John I is stroking because that's Thor a lie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is slander, <laughs> sir. Seriously, uh, <laughs> I'm Odinson. Thank you. Oh. Thank you again. Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, tuning in to your local podcast servers, uh, services and uh, listening to us. We are the Not Funny Guys. You can find us on Twitter at Not Funny Guys Pod. You can write us at notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com. Write us. Let us know what you're thinking. Sorry we didn't get to read your letters this week. We had a couple, but you know, sometimes you don't get to read it all. Um, you can find me. Oh, sorry. You find us on Instagram at not underscore funny underscore guys fun underscore presents. Um, if we can get a blue sky code, you will definitely find us on blue sky and we are debating on threads. It's a I'm vicious sure we'll be on debate. threads real soon, actually. It's a vicious, Ooh. vicious debate. On we are technically we're already on. It's because I, I don't like Elon. I'm a firm believer that Twitter should die. And I hate threads. It's an awful piece of crap. Sorry. Um, you can find it's me. awful. <laughs> Pretty bad. You can find me on Twitter at uh, bash underscore Maxwell. You can find me on Blue Sky at caseyfranklin.bluesky.social. You can find me at Letterboxd at bash Maxwell on Hive. It's Casey Franklin. You can find me on threads stupid piece of crap thing at Vash <laughs> underscore Maxwell. I don't do the Insta, although technically to have a threads, I have an Insta. No. <laughs> Eric can be found on Twitter at this is very specific. You have to do it exactly like this. At <laughs> NA. You can find him on Eckley. At Elon Musk. On Hive at NA. 
Um, you can find him on Insta at Hot Honey Comic underscore Comics, and I'm pretty sure he's going to have a Threads before long. <laughs> I was about to say, I guess I already do technically. <laughs> you do, John. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram uh, at Esoteric underscore By underscore Design. Uh, you can find me on the same name on Threads, <laughs> and you can find me on Letterbox at Esoteric underscore Evans. Can Can I just say where people won't find us? The Stitcher app. Isn't that right, John? <laughs> oh, yeah. Apparently, it's going away next month forever, and they're telling everybody about it. It's like, I'm literally, we're literally listening to podcasts. Casey, we're literally listening to podcasts, Eric and I from the Bulwark, that advertise saying, do you listen to this podcast on Stitcher? Well, it's going away in August. Kaput, gone, so dead on arrival. This, you should follow this podcast on another podcast platform. And say a stitcher. stitcher. So long. For Thanks all, for all the fish. <laughs> for all the 15 years of something, something. And I'm like, this is sad. It is sad. <laughs> sad. Well, and 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 like that being said, we are sad because we must go. Aw. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, once again for listening. And um, we look forward to talking about two movies next week. One we'll probably speak about way longer than the other one. <laughs> Or two, I'm looking at you. You're going to be a four-hour podcast. <laughs> Iron Man 3, you're so good. We don't even need to say anything. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good night. Later, Later everyone.